All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Eddie Long, that guy. And shout out to Real Life Crew. Hey, you're one of 12 listeners of the Real Life Podcast. Yeah, you know what? To define that uh, uh, better, um, I think the key there is... uh, I just lost my trend of thought. Oh, that's so good. Oh, this opening is becoming epic. Do you know what that is, Chalmers? I have no idea. No. So Bob Nicholson, whom you may know as the Phantom CEO of the OEG, goes on Gregor's show at the end of the season to explain nothing. And during the call, gets a call from Daryl Cates. Yeah. But he's got his phone set to old man mode, so mm. it reads the name off of whoever's yeah. calling. So literally on the air, it's like, Daryl Katz, Daryl Katz. And then he completely boggles the football and can't remember what he's talking about. Yeah. I lost like, my train oh, of thought listening to that. Oh, oh that's good. Oh, it's unreal. Daryl Katz. Darryl well done. Katz. Good job. I was excited when he played it for me upstairs. I was excited for you guys to hear it. Because you, you, you cut Daddy Longneck short, so I was getting offended. I'm like, what? And then Jared like put like the, just wait, just wait. And then... I can't Sep- wait to re-listen surprise. to that, knowing what it was. Oh, it's good. Daryl Katz. Daryl Katz. <laughs> oh, yeah. You can't make this shit up. Real <laughs> Life Podcast. What episode are we at? Four million? 117, my friend. <laughs> oh, my favorite Oiler was 117. Yes. Yeah. Chalmers, that was a test for you. You failed. Oilers I'd like can't to have see... three digits in their numbers. That's impossible. I'd like Yet. to see it, though. A three-digit number? Yeah, man. Wow. Maybe down the road when every number's been retired. Why not? Let's do it. Or a letter? They can what? charge more for jerseys. They'd have to sell more. You know what I mean? Trillennials don't want to be numbers. They want to be letters. What are you? What number do you play for for the Habs? I'm a Q. Yeah, I'm Pi. Oh, God. I never thought I'd see double zero when we saw that. I mean, it's in basketball and stuff. Oh, these NBA guys have no uh, respect. God. Well, there was a, there was a NHL players that wore zero. Neil Sheehy wore zero. Is that right? Mm-hmm. There's yeah. another guy, too. Patrick Dubé or somebody from the Rangers wore a zero back in the 70s, too. It was yeah. a freer time then. We didn't have herpes and everyone was banging. You know. Yeah. Zero, zero. I'll tell you, speaking of the 70s, speaking of a throwback, speaking of shit you never thought you'd see again in your life, oh, the Masters, Eldrick Tiger Woods putting on his 1998 pants and coming out and kicking the dick off the field on Sunday. Yeah, that was, uh, that was, I was just so into it. Like, it was like, you know, the guy, like the, the whole story, obviously there's a lot of story there. And the fact that he, you know, it was two years ago. Like the the decision was like, will I be able to walk? Yeah, huh, let alone golf. And uh, yeah, like God, he, that guy just got iron will determination. I think he's one of the mentally toughest athletes ever. Has to be. Has to be. The effort that it took for him to come back 
from being a rich crippled guy. Yeah. I think was larger than it took to get him good in the first place. 100% because he had, well, he's, he's, he's got a bionic back now. Yeah. Everything's fused together. Yeah. You can tell, you know, he's had to change his swing to accommodate that. So, like, he's had to make all these adjustments and still able to perform at the highest level. Yeah. Uh, it's insane. Uh, I guess I, I saw an interview with him uh, yesterday or there was yesterday. I saw it this morning. And, uh, now his big thing is he's battling stiffness all the time. Oh, is that why he had to get up so early? Yeah, he probably yeah, does. Yeah, the 4.50 really wake-up call? If, yeah. yeah. And if you notice, he always starts kind of slow. Like, he doesn't, like, like at least in the Masters, like, he didn't, he wasn't, like, lighting the world on fire in the first six holes. But then, like, after kind of, like, he escapes that gravity, he's a little bit looser and he can get it going. Damn. Charles, do you have a list of his injuries? Well, yeah, so in the past nine years, uh, since his last U.S. Open win, in 2010, he had a neck injury, which stopped him from playing. 2011 was a sprained MCL and Achilles. In 2012, he had an Achilles injury. 2014, 15, and 17, he had back surgery. Three times in four years? Yeah, three yeah. times in four years. And then this year, he wins the Masters. What about in 2009, the broken jaw, huh? Yeah, what about uh, his personal life? Huh? At least that went smooth. What about the driver to the teeth? Let's keep it, let's keep it real right now. We got to just... Allegedly. Yeah. We got to say opinion. that that's what started this whole downslide. Oh, but, no question. But well, there's a direct correlation. Did you not notice that everybody steered very, very clear of saying anything about that yesterday? I saw until Bob Weeks yeah, came on, and Bob, Bob Weeks, Weeks was kind of gently like talked about it. Yeah, yeah. Pretty, yeah. yeah like brought it. Like it was, was good. Like, you had yeah. to. I mean, respect. Right? Like yeah. it's it's been it's ten years ago. <laughs> You don't think the stable's full again? <laughs> wow, his last DUI oh, yeah. was, oh, for sure. You see the girlfriend in the side, like, clapping her hands, like, girl, I hope you went into this for monogamy. Yeah, yeah, she she understands the arrangement. If you look at a guy like Tiger Woods, and you look at how much he's overcome, like, man, he's mentally tough. Like, just the embarrassment of everyone knowing. Like, he got a, he got a DUI on Percocets, like, two and a half, three years ago. Remember? Yeah, yeah. Pulled her by the side of the road, sleeping. Well, that stuff. Anytime you Google Tyre Woods, that's like that's the first photo that up, shows right? up. And he was like OEG times a hundred for like privacy and walls up, and like he'd been Tiger Woods since he was eight years old. So to have those walls come crashing down like they did, and expose like all your porn star mistresses are flipping on you for cash to TMZ and shit. Like, yeah. what a fucking disaster of a life. Do you know anybody that's gone through something like that over a ten year span and had? that much fanfare for them to to be back and win and still and be, yeah and, and like like people wanted him to like like i was talking to you before this uh when we started watching it yesterday morning it was obviously on earlier and we had the tv on by about the 12th hole i knew that it was starting to transcend like normal sports when my wife stopped doing what she was doing and just started watching the masters and by like the 14th hole she was you know googling everything just reading up on what the last 10 years was like, because I couldn't answer everything and I didn't want to. And uh, <laughs> and I didn't want to, frankly, because got, I was trying to enjoy my Sunday it, off. <laughs> it, yeah, exactly. It got her so involved into it that she was knowing everything, actively rooting hard for him. And she's like, she always roots for underdogs. She's like, historically, if there's two teams playing or, you know, a golfer, it's underdogs for her. That's all she cares about. And like, I guess he's the ultimate underdog at this point, but he wasn't really. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. The stage well, is weird, underdog right? in the sense of like what he's overcome, but like when you saw him playing in the tournament, you're like, this isn't like an underdog. Like this no. is yeah. this is we're watching That's Tiger what Woods. I mean. That's what I mean. So he wasn't your typical underdog, but people even knowing this history were like rooting hard for him. And I just try to I tried to figure out why that is. Like why everybody just, you know, was so on his side, you know, so well, they say happy like, for the states, especially as a culture, like they like to tear you, build you up to tear you down. Yeah. So everybody who goes up, no matter how high you get, you're coming down equally far. But they also love the bounce back story. Right? Yeah. And it plays into human emotions of like, it was a very strange thing for me to watch. Right. Because I used to love Tiger Woods. There was an appointment made at an Edmonton tattoo parlor in 1998 where I was going to get a Tiger Woods logo tattooed on my arm. Like the TW from his hat? Yeah. Uh-huh. 
<laughs> and fortunately, I pussed out because I was in grade 12. And I was like, maybe this is what I want to look like at university. Or I would have been walking around with the damn Tiger Woods logo on my arm for the last who knows how long. Oh, but you're paying dividends now, though. Yeah, now I'd be like, see, yeah, redemption. Yeah. But then- I remember I remember you had more Tiger Woods memorabilia than anybody I knew you, to the point where you had a full Wheaties box with Tiger Woods on the front of it, like uh, on a shelf in your room. Yeah. Cardboard. You spent cut all, out. like when you would get extra money and you worked at a golf shop back in the day, you would buy Tiger Woods memorabilia yeah. that you shouldn't be buying. No. When I lost all my money when I was 24 and then got all my money back when I was 25, the first thing I did with money was run to Wayne Sports Cards near the mall. And I was like, I need something very expensive of Tiger Woods, please. And the guy was like, stay right here, guy who doesn't <laughs> understand money. And he brought me out this like massive upper deck card. And Upper Deck was, I don't know if they still do it. I mean, who cares? They blew all my money then. Um, but they had these giant cards of golfers that were autographed. And this was like the super card you could get that year. Mm-hmm. And a pack of cards was like 50 bucks. And I was like, I'll take it. And then I'm like, Tiger, son of a... I'll never forget being the same place where I watched him win the Masters, the first one. Yeah. Was where I watched his press conference where he hastily took his tie off before the camera started rolling to look cool. But like the collar was all janky. <laughs> and I was like, he couldn't even get his collar right. It's weird the passage of time. It's weird to watch the side by side where he comes off the 18th green and hugs Earl. Cause like at the time, I don't know you guys, I was like so into the story. I'm like, holy shit. And his dad is like this fucking Sven Golly type. And this guy's got the, I remember Earl saying he was going to have a bigger cultural impact than Gandhi. Remember when he said that? Yeah. And I was like, holy shit. He's every race. Holy shit. He can hit a ball <laughs> 300 yards with no graphite shaft. And then to see him 22 years later, I of course haven't aged a day. Hugging his kids is just bizarre. Yeah, like, man. Uh, did he look good when he was playing though yesterday? Hey? Like oh. just the walking forward, that little slide oh, after oh, that putt on love 14. The slide. Love it. You te- we we texted like right after on our yeah. group. Just fuck. Do you see that slide? Like it, it he just, just brought back. Tiger. He brings like just yeah, his mannerisms, his energy, like the fire, like when he put in the final putt. And he, and he, I so like, badly wanted him to hit the longer putt on oh, yeah. 18. Because oh, I close. felt like he would have like done the point finger gun walk oh, walk. Yeah. oh god that one is the best yeah. or else the like prolonged fist bump as he's walking towards the ball is my second favorite one so i just i was i wanted it so bad but the tee shot on 12 get, made all that hair in my arm stand up the par three yeah oh yeah his tits dunked it oh yeah and then he hit it and then played the ridge and it rolled right down and close well, like, did you see did you also see the john rom justin thomas thing like they put that pin there like every time or something because these guys know exactly what that's doing, right? Oh, so really? John Rom like put it three inches away, and then Justin Thomas went and that's on sixteen. Rode the ridge. Oh, is that's it 16? sixteen? Yeah, sixteen is oh, okay. the one where you ride the yeah, yeah, there. Sorry, sorry. Like Tiger played that perfectly. Twelve is yeah, where Francesco and Finau. Oh, dunked, dunked it. it. Yeah, yeah. And sorry, he, like stuck it. Yeah, and it rolled. Were you uh, cheering for that dunk? No, I was, I was like, I was. No, I wasn't. I, was, I wasn't expecting it, but when it happened, I was cheering. I have to say I was cheering. I wasn't and watching the Masters because I do not give one shit about oh, really? professional golf. And I watched the 16, 17, 18 though. And that's what you talk about transcend sports, right? Like yeah. I was doing something else and I was like, oh, uh, check Twitter and see what's going on. Oh, look at what's happening. Fuck. I'm so here's a stat for you. Did you know that obviously yesterday it was pushed way forward for rating uh, yeah. for uh, weather, right? Yeah. They had to get it done before the weather rolled in. So it was like, it felt like watching the... British Open, like Jared said earlier, just because it was on so early in the morning. Well, that was the highest broadcast, uh, like highest rated broadcast for golf event this year. And the rebroadcast in its normal time was the second. Wow. Highest rated might be golf broadcast something. this year. I loved it. I thought it was cool. Because it was I mean, all wrapped up at 1230. And like, so I got up from like eight until 1230. But we were talking about this. So like playing th- groups of, excuse me. Three. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like that. I might like, be better, yeah. but then the sponsor's going to be pissed because there's way less yeah. commercial time. So they'll have to like find new ways to make it work for sponsors. But like in terms of spectator, yeah, like there was so much action because when there's three guys in a group, go, go, there's go. just so much happening at any given moment. They always have stuff to go back to. Yeah. It was really weird to watch it though because like, because I, I haven't been paying attention. First of all, Tiger playing a Bridgestone ball. That's a little bit Dude, strange. Monster when, Energy when, is his big sponsor. When it oh. stopped, Right before the hole on that big putt. Oh, yeah. My wife even was like, he's playing Bridgestone. What, what logo is that? Why isn't that a Nike? And I, I honestly, I forgot that they stopped making I mean, equipment they stopped, two they years ago. They stopped making balls and clubs because yeah. of Tiger, right? Yeah. And like Rory McIlroy, like Tiger Woods golf is being held off, handed off to Rory McIlroy. And Rory McIlroy just signed a bigger deal than Tiger ever did with Nike. It was really weird because I do not care. what Hearing the uh, announcers explain how like 
the field of younger kids on steroids has caught Tiger in every single. What's this guy? Kanopka? What's his name? Oh, Brooks, uh, Brooks Kepka. Brooks Kepka. They're like, this guy dominates a golf course like Brooks Kepka. I'm like, who the fuck is that? I don't know who anybody is and I don't care. <laughs> He's wicked, man. He's all he's got Tiger's back. Yeah, he, yeah, he's got Tiger's back. And he that guy a, also, if he wanted to be a tight end for the New England Patriots, oh yeah, he could be. Oh, he's jacked up. He's, you know what I don't God, understand he's a is unit. And okay, so my I have a real problem with golf fashion right now. I don't understand these guys are all jacked and they look great. They wear really tight shirts, great, tight pants. <laughs> That's a weird conversation. But then, okay, but just <laughs> then their shoes look like clown shoes. They've got these huge shoes on. What's well, the size of their Go, feet? No, but they're no golf shoes are like extra clunky to begin with, yeah. right? Like they always have been because you've got to swing out of them. Obviously, they got to have protection. But like, I don't know, man, it just looks weird. Like if you go and look at like Tony Fino, his, it just is super unproportionate. And he wears the Jordans too. Did you see the Jordans? Those are no. Jordans. Those are Jordans. Oh, yeah. Well, they're based off like a Jordan, right? They they're an Air the, Max, don't they? They look like an Air Max to me. Well, then they got the Jordan, whatever it is, the, the speckle, man? the speckle look at the bottom. Ah, gotcha. Yeah. Anyways, so yeah. I don't get it. The shoes are way too big. Make some tighter fitting shoes. These guys are going to be wearing schmediums all over the course. Schmediums. Schmedium shirts and schmedium pants. I respect that Tiger brought out the collarless golf shirt. I remember being at the club and wearing one and then stopping me and being like, nope. And I'm like, what are you talking about, man? This Nike golf says it right here. We in the couldn't tag. wear those. Then. And they were like, mm mm. Nope. I was like, I swear to God, I bought this at Golf Town. They're like, too bad for you, Anya. You think those are going to sell out right now? Yep. I think everything's selling out. And it's. It's also interesting to think about how it's different watching golf in 1997 for his first Masters win and 2019 for his last one. Like the amount of global searches about Tiger, the amount of times all the articles are being read about him that's been published in the last five years. Like there was probably like a super resurgence. Yeah. Like a Money Mayweather fight. Yeah. Where everybody in the world stops what they're doing and watches boxing. And 1997, you'd be like, well, I hope the newspaper that comes out every fortnight makes mention of this golf win. Like, different worlds. You think Tiger's going to, like, there's going to be more sponsorships coming towards him? You think about the five big sponsors that dropped him after his scandal? Like, Tag Heuer. Br- uh, Buick, Tag Heuer, Gatorade, Gillette, and AT&T. They all dropped him? They all dropped him. Oh, now he's got, like, do you think they're gonna come back? monster energy, <laughs> yeah. guns. Well, like, what do you think's going to happen? Do you think he's just going to say, no, I don't want anymore? Yeah, for sure. I don't want to have to go through this again? He didn't need, I don't think he needs the dough, even though Elon got a cool $400 million. <laughs> I don't think I don't think that Tiger Woods wants to return to the life of old Tiger Woods. He just wants to win. Yeah. He doesn't. It's not about yeah. And and there'll be new deals. It'll be you know Dollar Shave Club <laughs> or something. So yeah. It'll be something else that gets Tiger. I like Monster Energy stepping up and be like, yeah, we can work with this. Yeah, sure, <laughs> we'll find a way. I'm amazed that Perkins isn't his head sponsor. Thank you and good night. Uh, <laughs> Bag milk thoughts. Yeah, I'm just trying to think of his old life, and uh, it seemed pretty sweet to me. <laughs> yeah, it sure did. You know what I mean? Well, he still got the money from all that. Private jets and oh, flying still, around. Oh, he's and still doing that. There's a lady in the lobby. There's another upstairs. Still all doing right, it. All right. And there's five he hasn't met still. It's just <laughs> waiting for him to yeah. serve him some breakfast. It's just the goodbye gift basket now has a tall can of monster. Could you make a case? That's good. That's a good joke. <laughs> the only thing Tiger Woods did wrong was get married. Yeah. <laughs> It was probably the machine that told him to do it. Well, and and like there's a lot of exposés on Tiger that go deep into his life, and it's unfair in a lot yeah. of instances. Yeah. But Derek Jeter, with his gift baskets, yep. banged his way through most of the earth. <laughs> and yep. no one cares. And waited till way later, till he just got way out of his system to get married. Exactly. And like I don't think that society is like as unforgiving of like a promiscuous person as they are a cheater. And like the, the the spectacular, I remember when the word broke, like Tiger Woods drove an Escalade into a fire hydrant in his gated community in Florida. And you're like, what? Huh? Yeah. What? What? It got louder and louder yeah. and louder and louder. Sex, man. It's undefeated again. Sex is undefeated? It's undefeated. Think about anybody that has, like every, like sex is undefeated, man. Like it's just, it always gets people in shit. Jared, can we call this one sex is undefeated? <laughs> That's cool. That's cool. That's an interesting point. Yeah, if you do shit motivated by sex and you have something to lose because of it, most likely you will lose it, I think. It was either that or Twitter was going to get him, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <Love it> <laughs> huh. That's interesting. Is it really a break time? What's going on here? What the fuck's happening? Yeah. Break. Bag milk. <laughs> you got something to say? Not this time. Oh, okay. <laughs> 
Well, shit. Must have been a big Masters weekend. So Monster Energy, hey? Monster Energy. I was watching 1997's Face Off while this was all going down. (laughs) Uh (laughs) The one where they actually peel each other's faces off? Oh, you betcha. Oh, my God. You betcha. How good is that movie? Oh, it's fantastic. I was enjoying myself. I was watching everybody's tweeting about the about the, uh, about the the Masters. Here I am watching John Travolta and Nick Cage go head to head. Wait, don't isn't there a hockey scene in that? Uh, yeah. yeah, Penguins. Is it Penguins yeah. and They're Islanders? In I don't know. Face Off? I don't think we're talking about the same movie, man. Yeah. Yeah. Face Off. No, what? no, 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 where he sees no. him from across like the, the face there, off. Is, there is hockey. No, there's there hockey. No, 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 no. Not in face off, man. I just watched this yesterday. Face off. Yeah, face you, off. you must have flipped over to the Masters. For yeah, like five <laughs> minutes sure you see Tiger We got to well. check this out. The very I thought that maybe we are yeah. thinking of yeah. sudden uh, death definitely has a hockey John scene. I there's also that movie where there was like a bomb or something, or there's like a bomb in the igloo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a different movie. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, I was, you why? How, why did we all collectively merge those two movies? I don't know, man. Don't know. It's um, collective insanity. So hold on. Which movie has penguins bomb? It's I don't like think everything about the Bernstein probably. Bears, Mandela effect. <gasps> we just experienced a Mandela effect. We'll be back after this to talk about what that means. Have you got holes to dig, earth to pack, and roads to build? Then you need to call Jabba Machinery Group. Does your equipment need a service? You can't fix stupid, but here at Jabba Machinery Group, we can fix everything else. With a full range of parts to keep your equipment running smoothly, Jappa Machinery Group is a family-operated and Alberta-grown business. Here to help build a bigger and better Western Canada. Give us a call or visit us at jappamachinery.com. Jappa Machinery Group, join the family. Yeah, the voice of this ad arrives on Wednesday. Get out of here. Yeah. Really? Yeah. How long are they staying? Eight days. They're baby moon. Jesus. The quick one. Eight days from Australia to Edmonton. Yeah, baby moon before Ursi can't travel. Anymore. Maybe we should get one in an Aussie accent instead of Josh trying to. Crikey, yeah, you trying to take your equipment? <laughs> take your you know what, Japa. You can build a you know what, you know where. I was one of these. Jr. That was not Australia. I know. I got all fucked close. up. Sorry. It's close. It's close. It, was in the, it was in the ballpark. Okay. Speaking of we, mistakes, yes, I didn't drop a C. You guys made me feel like I didn't watch. <laughs> 1997's Face Off for you three didn't. hours yesterday. You would have saw that distinct scene Hold in the igloo, which I also remember. Hours? Exactly. Well, it was on TV, so like oh, you had to mix in commercials. And, and then Mario Lemieux stops the center right and goes, whoa, at what is po- that your face on another dude's face? <laughs> at what I'd point t- when you're watching a three-hour movie on TV, do you go and check and see if it's on demand? And will you oh. pay for it just to speed it up? I've seen Face Off probably, I probably have it on DVD. I have it on Laserdisc in my old man's house. Oh. I've seen it a oh, bunch so of times. you were rich. It was on... <laughs> Hey, it was Rich. on, I'm throwing it on. But what you guys were talking about is what Jared said was 1995's Sudden Death, starring Jean-Claude Van Damme, where the there was a bomb only. at the igloo, yes. and he had to solve it. A former fireman takes on a group of terrorists holding the vice president and others hostage at, during the seventh game of the Stanley Cup Finals. Game seven? That's, that's face-off. It's disrespectful to the game is what that is. <laughs> 100%. Crosby would have taken that for sure. Speaking of the Daniel Crosby, zero puentes. I think it's fair to ask if he's even generational player at all. <laughs> Where are you at, Sid? <laughs> Come yeah, on, buddy. On. I don't know. I haven't watched the playoffs. You know what I did watch last week? Four different documentaries on Princess Anne. Did you know that she's Charles Slutty's sister? Hey, <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. now. And she used to go to this weird island in the Caribbean with a gangster from London. And then there was a photo of them together. And the gangster had a shirt that said, enjoy cocaine, like enjoy Coca-Cola. And then when that shit hit the fan, England society, my friends, was never the same. God, I miss the Oilers. Yeah, you can't be a royal wearing a, oh, hanging miss, out with a dude with an enjoy cocaine shirt. I miss the Oilers so much. Yeah. Even, <laughs> even no Oilers. Sorry, even bad Oilers is better than no Oilers. I miss Connor doing Connor things. Yeah. Although now he's at... Professor Wem's golf having a good time working hey, on a short game. Uh, I bet he I, perfect eighteen. That was his score at the end of the day. Eighteen. I'm, yes. Yeah. I'm just happy he's walking around. I like that he had a scorecard. Yeah. I like oh, that yeah. the photo of him is him like, all right, Lauren, what'd you have? Two. No, you had three. Okay, three. Don't, don't kid yourself. He asked before he teed off at Professor Wem's. What's, what's the, the course record? Can we talk about something about him actually going to the mall and playing mini golf? Sure, if you'd like. It's Couple a breakdown. Questions. Couple questions. Hit us. Number one. Do you think they shot the course down for him? No. No. There was people in front of him in the photo. Okay. Two. I think it attracts more attention if they shut the Number door. Number two, does he know that there's a glow ball golf course upstairs that's way more private? Arguably better as well. Arguably better. Like, way better. But glow, yeah. Professor Wams is in need of, <laughs> so do you of, think of pro- an update. Do you think they invited him? No. 
No, no, he just, he probably didn't know about the Glow Golf Chalmers. He probably needed some guidance there. But like Professor Wims needs an overhaul because there are some trap holes there <laughs> that you're, there is no way you can keep the ball on the green stuff. You're in the fake rock bunker. For the amount of like renovations that that mall does in segments, mm-hmm. it is shocking that that golf course professor. has been the same. Remember, wasn't it? Didn't it used to be called Pebble years. Beach Golf Course? It did. It was, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It but did. It was fantasy <laughs> land. And, yeah. <laughs> They're just like, we're stomping on everyone's trademarks. Yeah, yeah. It used to be called Pebble Beach. Yeah, right. Pebble it used to be called Pebble Beach. Now it's St. Andrews. And I don't know why you keep telling yeah. me to change the name again. Why are you suing me, Augusta <laughs> National? Um, Tiger went from there to local. And I know this because I got. Tiger did. Or, Tiger. Connor, the other Tiger Woods of hockey, he went to local on Jasper Avenue and was playing bocce ball. Yep. And I got photos sent to me there. And then he ended the night at a local watering hole. I like to call the pint where he enjoyed a quick drink with friends and then left at the back door because people were getting wild. Connor is enjoying himself. Yeah. As, he, as he should. The he best should. thing for me, at least I, in my head, I hope that this injury just lets him chill for a bit. Just this a little is, bit. Just have a little ounce of fun. He doesn't need Gary Roberts yelling at him like he's trying to make it into the friggin draft. You know what I mean? Like, but he wants he wants that though. Yes, but let's use Tiger Woods as a proxy. Yeah. If you just keep tripling down on pressuring on yourself, eventually you'll snap. Next thing you know, you're training to be a Navy SEAL. You got no business training to be a Navy well, SEAL. I'm pretty sure Connor also isn't juggling all the side balls that uh, of Tiger course was. Not. Sometimes so. you gotta let the poison out. I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> I think Connor. I think it's best for Connor to just chill. Unplug. Yeah. Reset the router. Yeah. Go to play bocce. Go what travel. Is, what is cool is that he stays here though. Like most well, guys don't. They just get the hell out of town. He had to. He had to stay under team kind of supervision while he's getting all uh, his assessments. And stuff. This is something I would like to talk about for an organization that as recently as two weeks ago said they were going to be way more open and accountable with us. The <laughs> statement that they made on Twitter. 9 p.m. on a Friday. After talking to to doctors, yeah, after talking to doctors, we've agreed that there's medical protocols established. Then the kings come out and give us the old weird flex, but okay, Mm. dunking on us. And then you see Lucic walking around with crutches. This is not an organization that's telling us anything. So the exact tweet, Wanye, if you will, was update, all caps, the Oilers medical staff in collaboration with top orthopedic specialists, have determined a rehabilitation protocol for Connor McDavid, which begins immediately. I'd this like, is so stupid. Soak up the details, people. <laughs> what about the other guy? The guy is assigned for all the millions that was ill-advised that we pr- try to pretend never happened. Well, we're in heat. We're not talking about him until mm-hmm. somebody sees him leaving the Royal Glenora on crutches. They basically just said that they have a plan, but they won't tell us the plan. Which but is what do we... Do they always tell the... plans? Like... That? I'm kind of on the outside of this one looking in. And yeah, so it's I'd not like, like you're you on a podcast that you show up to once every eight weeks. No, yeah. Well, but, but no, on the McDavid thing, not on the podcast. Thing. I'm saying if you came to the podcast more. Yeah, I've been busy, man. Well, hey, fair enough, man. I wrote one article in the last three years. And so it's that a good Monday, one. Chalmers, to catch you up, the yes. Monday immediately before this, Bob Nicholson sat in front of a room full of people and said that the Oilers, as an organization, were going to be more transparent with their fans and the media, let them behind to see what's going on. Fast forward six days, and that was your update <laughs> on the best player on the fucking planet. And this I get, guy, sorry, I Go get ahead. that teams are more secretive during the season. That I get, kind of. But the season's done, and we're talking about Connor McDavid. And this, they've got a, they've got a plan, but you're not allowed to know. We're it. also talking about Milan Lucic, who dollar for dollar couldn't be having less of an impact on the team if he was gone. Million bucks a goal, won't you? And they won't even tell us that he's on crutches. No. <gasps> well, God hey. forbid we tip our hand and expose Milan Lucic to be not a top performer. That's why the Oilers signed Reader is to make Lucic's million per goal look good. Did they, oh, so we paid two million yeah, for yeah. zero. Yeah, yep. Yeah, true, true. That's okay. what he was there. He was supposed to be a buffer. That's the ROI well, you dream well, of. Yeah. So, so really the accountability wish- is still not there. Transparency, non-existent. There's transparent as a brick wall Chalmers thoughts I just wish we would have made that bet on the Toby Reader goal I think I definitely said no I said yes for sure I, I just thought, no. I think I it was that was side no of the table way. versus this side that he wasn't going to do zero. just one had to go off him somehow but it didn't yeah yeah I was but, right and I also I if you guys remember correctly my silver bullet went to one Bobby Nix and <laughs> I still think I still stand by that I uh you can't disagree like, with me at I this like point your aim. Yeah. I like your aim. My my whole philosophy behind that was who is the man underneath Daryl Cates right now? That guy needs to go. 
because like yep. physically underneath. I mean, who knows? Maybe that's how he keeps his job. Ooh. Allegedly, in your opinion, searing. I don't even know what's okay, no going on with him. Cords aren't plugged in. It's just super weird that, like I said, best player on the planet. Season's over. We all saw Connor with his giant brace. Yep. So what's going on, man? It wasn't until guys like Gregor tweet the next morning that we actually got an update. For 12, 13 hours, there was just nothing. Well, how about the fact that they signed Paul Coffey to an undetermined contract of duties TBD for 500 grand and had to fire the family liaison officer who helps Oilers families when they're in Edmonton. Who arguably, in my opinion, is one of the most important yeah. members of the team. H- say that again. Helps him do what, though? Like, Just like, oh, no hi, to go I'm get here. hotels. I'm Koskinen, my wife, my kid. Yeah. He's finished. Oh, Can helps I make him, him get to like three. Helps get, oh, find gets, a find some schools live, and shit. Get set oh. up schools, yeah. yeah. Get some schools and stuff yep. like that. They Considering him. we have a player on our team who clearly has never been comfortable here, that's a pretty fucking important Pooled you? Yeah. Yeah. So maybe they do need to be fired because Pooled wasn't in That's a full time job just with him. Well, it should be. It should be like, what's his nuts Barzal getting a bloody life coach hired by the yeah. Islanders who doesn't even come to the arena, just helps him with life. Yeah, the Islanders hired somebody for Barzal to help him with nutrition, his money, being a pro, all the things you would expect a 19-year-old not to know. So is this just a bunch of old men being like, come on, this is soft. These guys kids should be able to figure this shit out themselves? Probably. I would Three guys so. eating the giant bowl of pasta saying, what? You don't like, care heaven about forbid, <laughs> Heaven forbid they should look at new ways of doing things when fucking everything's been broken for so long. Here's what drives me nuts about this. Paul Coffey comes to town two seasons ago at the end of the year, remember? And it's, it's like, last season, I think. Yeah. No, I think it was two. Bag milk, you know. Everything. Two, yeah. It was like it was around after J- the playoffs. January or something. Yeah. Two years ago. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't our playoff year. It was and the- he went to, I think it was like a golf tournament. And he was talking to people. Like this wasn't secret. And he was like, I do not know what I'm doing here. <laughs> I don't know what they want me to do. But they want me to go home. And I think he had to sell his car dealerships. Because he had car dealerships. He was coaching his kid or something. They want me to go home and clear the schedule. I have no idea what I'm doing here. 500 grand for next year to sit around ostensibly and do God knows what. He was never on the ice. Uh, he was early never on, early from when they first brought him on, you saw him like. I, last year, I didn't see him on last, skates. Oh, no, no, not at all. I just like, remember. You say last year, you mean the season that just ended, yes. right? Okay. Okay, I got an idea. Go ahead, Chalmers. I. I'm going to put my hat in the ring and I will do it for free. I will be the family liaison if they, if they contact me. Nice. I know the city. Yeah. I know where people want to live. It's true. I know how to make people come. I know what schools to get into. I know Finnish? how to do this shit. I'll find somebody who can. It can't be that hard to find somebody who speaks Finnish. Jane knows a bunch of them. They were just here. I know how to chant. Yeah, I'll bring, I'll bring a bunch of your buddies over. I, I know I can if help. It's gonna help this I know team, where all the armies are that are still open. That we can and then I'm going to advise them against eating that. No. Whoa, whoa, whoa. No, no, no. Gotta have cheat days. Is this a lady? Is, that's the Lady Gaga of food. Gotta get that, gotta oh, get that teen in you. Zing. Oh, wow. Well, it here come really? the tears. <laughs> you do not know. like Arby's? Have you guys ever had roast beef from Costco out of the packages? Of like just straight up roast beef that's just sandwich meat and put it on a bun? It is far superior to what an Arby's sandwich is like. I don't generally go to a grocery store looking to recreate the Arby's experience. <laughs> Okay, this is I'm what we're kidding. doing. Honestly, I'm honestly, just kidding because I'm, I'm just trying to rile you up. Next episode, we're fucking you know bringing in I love some Arby's. Arby's roast beef. Oh, you do? I'm oh. doing this for two reasons. One, to rile you up and run to, uh, one to well, rile Well, you brought up. Lady Gaga into it too. Like, Jesus. <laughs> no, 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 no. Because I just knew, cause I knew what I was controversy. doing. controversy. Yeah, for controversy. It's oh. all just content. And the oh. other person in my life right now will know what that's about. I'm actually doing some work for somebody who... Might have a steak and some Arby's. Oh, oh excellent. Nice. Yeah. So it brought, it brought it to the show. It showed both sides. Now I'm going to say, actually, love me some Arby's. The curly fries are the best. Oh, of course. The best fries in the I game. just, I'm not going to lie. about? I think the sauce is not, like, I could eat the sandwiches plain. I just, the sauce, some the people love sauce? it. No, no, no. The, the red sauce. sauce. The, the, the red sauce. The, the horsey sauce. Oh, you never, no, you never use Arby sauce. It is horsey sauce only. What's horsey sauce? It's like mayonnaise horseradish. I'll tell you what it's not. Yeah, it's not horseradish. And it's nah, not when mayonnaise. I eat my Arby's, I just eat plain. Yeah, no, plain. I, I'm fine with plain. Yeah. You're a traditionalist. I, 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 I'm not a beef and cheddar guy. A lot of people like the beef and cheddars. The, 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 the cheddar it's hit or miss. doesn't necessarily, you know, agree with me. Doesn't agree with you. Yeah. We oh, have a disagreement. I see what you said. Okay. We have a disagreement. Oh, very good. Anyways, okay, back to it. We could definitely help this team. If that's what it took. 
to help this team. I would go find houses. I don't have to meet these guys. I'm like, I want to talk to them that much. I'll just help them. They Be like, it, look, man. here's the South side. It's beautiful. They this is a beautiful it. school. When you have botched a first pick overall in Nail Yakupov and a fourth pick overall in Yessi Pugliarvi, and we won't say he's fully botched, but we'll say he's halfway out to shoot. Slightly botched at the moment. Not taking care of 18-year-old kids who are coming to town and fighting with a huge culture shock has an extraordinarily high price. Yeah. And if you're like, mm-hmm, well, let's fire the family liaison officer. Anybody else taking care of these people on a mental health basis? What? No. Okay. Good job, oh, fellas. Crazy. It's not like you're the losingest team of the last 13 years. Oh, no. History will prove us correct. It's like Principal Skinner. Remember? And he's like, am I so out of touch? No, it's the children <laughs> who are out of touch. We've reached Principal Skinner levels of ineptitude. I just can't think of anything easier for them to do. <laughs> Uh, do you remember how dumb you were when you were 18? Because I do. Yeah, absolutely. Imagine going to another cut, just like now you're in Spain. Enjoy. And like, give what? that person money. Yeah. And that's the, it's it's harder to do with money. Yeah. Lots oh, of money. sure. Right. If you're like, oh, I'm backpacking and I'm at school in Spain and father sends me $200 every fortnight. I assume that's how rich kids talk. <laughs> it's not that hard. But when you're like of your own money and you're there and they're like every two weeks, you get 114 grand, son. Like, oh, okay. I guess I'm going to go get me a Lambo every 21 days. Hell yeah. And rent. I mean, if I think I'd have to look into this. And Is it better thing, for a player to rent or buy? I would, uh, I'd rent. I'd rent, rent I think for I'd rent probably too. until I signed my eight year deal. Yeah, I'd then, rent. Then you build. Makes sense. But how are people? And I wrote an article, Charles. I know you don't read the site or listen to the podcast. The culture one. It. Oh. <laughs> like critically acclaimed. Yeah, critically. yeah, yeah. I went over. Okay. How people. Like you have a six, you have a six hundred million dollar business, and your key employees are generally like nineteen to twenty six, and they have on average like a three and a half year career. You think you would just be like, we need to get really, really, really good at making sure that kids like this feel comfortable, and we need to make sure that everybody who is playing for this team feels like they're playing for something larger than mm-hmm. themselves, mm-hmm. and they're just turned down their own volition into the streets. And you're just like, well, good luck, fuckface. If you were, if you're Milan Lucic and your dad passes away, fuck you. It's just called taking care of your investments, isn't it? Like, is that not the simplest? Lucic and Larson have both lost their dads in the last what two years? Lucic was before he came to Edmonton, okay? But he it was the summer before he came. I don't know. It might have been even longer. Recently, okay, recently. recent enough. Yeah. Did they get any mental health support from the Oilers? I can assure you they did not. None. And like if so much of sports is contingent on you being in a positive headspace, if you could take care of all the Oilers with like 24-7 mental health and squeeze 5% more out of an $83 million roster because people aren't in their own heads quite as badly and guys in slumps are getting help and blah, 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 blah. And instead, they go the other way. They're like, no. We're just going to get Paul Coffey in here because he'll know what to do. Doesn't make sense. It doesn't make any sense. Uh, like, I think there's, doesn't every team now have like a mental health coach and what what do they call him? Like, sports not, psychologist? Sports psychologist. Well, maybe a sports psychologist, sure. But like, right, but life, isn't that like an actual psychiatrist that like, just for general life would probably be a, a good but, thing to have? Yeah, and like making yeah. sure Mrs. Lucic likes it here too, right? The other thing, the Oilers just let the people to come play here, especially free agents, rent a house in Windermere phase 90 where they don't know anybody yeah. and they sit there. And but you are like cut off from civilization at that point. For too. sure. And you're so oh, yeah. isolated. Yeah. And the only ever time you see Edmontonians is when you're at bloody cactus club and they're yelling at your husband to shoot. Like, who do you think put um, Marner in with Marlo? Do you think Marlo went in there and was like, look, I, th- I want to take one yeah. of these young kids. I think it naturally happened because Marlo's that type of guy. But you, you see the effect he has on Marner and Matthews. But this yeah, is another totally. reason why keeping veterans around who are good guys are even more important. Yeah. If you're going to do it on a haphazard basis where it's like, you go live with Jason Smith and Taylor Hall is a th- whoever. Who did Taylor Hall live with? By himself. Leverly. He lived with Eberle yeah, 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 Luke the- Gazdick. And Connor was there in his last year here. It should be like protocol that a young guy has to go live with. A professional billet. Yeah. Mrs. Eberly told me this. They've been living with billets their whole, like for their whole junior career, right? Mrs. Eberly, bless her heart, said to me, Wanye, call me but you know for the purposes of this (laughs) story i don't understand why pro teams think that you only need a billet in junior when these kids arrive and they're 18 with way more pressure on them than they've ever had before and money they need help even more 
And I was like, you know what? You're right. And I guarantee for the she's, second time, she's speaking Leslie's that, a perfectly good middle name for a boy. <laughs> <laughs> she's speaking that experience probably from his, the result of what happened to him here. No question. Jesus. It was really interesting in talking to her, hearing like a hockey mom's take on the organization. And her whole thing was support, support, support. These kids need way more support than they're getting. Way more support. Especially millennial kids who you're like, hey, you, skate faster. In 1973, he'd walk up, put a cigarette out in his eye and punch him in the face if you're the coach. And that was considered good coaching. In this day and age, you're banning Fortnite and telling kids to get off Tinder. You look old and out of touch and these kids tune out because they've all been training like pros since they were eight. And they haven't had a life ever like Tiger. So they're just like one trick ponies and their social skills aren't awesome. And their life skills are even less because they're used to people doing everything for them. Yeah. God damn it. Yeah, that kind of makes me mad. It doesn't even make me mad. It just like shows straight incompetence. It just makes me go, God, like shake my head and roll my eyes. It'd be interesting to know what other teams have for, like we, we always mention the Barzell one, but I'd like to know what other teams are doing or if it's still kind of like, you in know, its it, infancy. It's in, yeah, it's in its infancy. Like to Chalmers' point, like I don't know if you need like you. Yeah, the team needs a psychiatrist, but like it's you're intimidated to go see a psychiatrist because you're thinking you're sick or weak, and you know it's you have to be very vulnerable, which people aren't comfortable doing. It's having like billets or like ex players, guys that are like room guys around the team, even but if they closer in age to the players. Yeah, but like these ex Oilers that are hanging around now, they're yeah. all pushing a hundred and ten. Like Strudwick would be fantastic, Perfect. right? Like you know, Shona like, and Struds could be a professional billet from here until the yeah. end of time. Yeah, but like people like that, I know like there's a couple teams where like uh like in the in Calgary they have Brian McGrath, so like a guy who's like well like everyone knows he played. He was the enforcer, so there's a lot of bond and trust, even with the players who never played with him that are on the team. And uh, he's the, he's around for the guys to go and have any kind of conversation with because he's got that level of respect with the room. Well, and he also went off the rails and yeah, brought himself yeah, back. Exactly. He so brought himself like, someone back. will be like, yeah, hey, like I was at a party last night and this happened. Yeah. Like, I'll bet you older guys that used to play and that are out of the league for a couple of years would like like that of course, I think it would, like, would. Bring of course them, gives them be, a sense of purpose they're so, just they're as so much used to benefit. being with the guys yeah, yeah. It's, it's yeah. important to both sides it's it's fulfilling for both sides but like they do it i know la's got uh landon myers or something like that um he's from around here but i bet uh, you could bring three x players back for 150 grand well, each probably don't the have price to bring of them. paul coffee you could have three full-time life coaches sitting around do you have to bring them back they could already be here for all you know like struts is a perfect one i think oh yeah. he's got yeah, there's yeah, he's got a full like, house at this point. Well, he's, but maybe. He's, he's a busy guy, but like a yeah. guy of that ilk, like, yeah, maybe they have to move here. Or maybe they're already here. Like, but like if you retire as an oiler and you were a good, like considered a good dude, yeah. I'd be like, oh, like, oh, I'd be offering him this, this role. Stay in Edmonton. You know, here's 150 grand a year. They don't value character. And it drives me insane. Derek Roy, the only guy that Nail Yakupov ever got along with. Yeah. They're like, Fuck you, Derek Roy. And in other news, we've lost Nail Yakupov to the sands of time. Like, I don't understand why they value the 1984 Oilers and nobody else ever in the history of the organization. Well, for the same reason why they can't answer, what is the culture? All I know for sure is that it's an easy thing to do. The team could improve so many aspects, like Wanya said, on the ice. The players would feel good about themselves. They would play better. And in the end result is they'll look good. Much like what you'd get with a brand new suit from Indochino Chalmers. Well done. Thank you. <laughs> the way it works is you got to get yourself measured up. In 10 minutes or less, you can have your measurements loaded up into the website. What's right? my inseam? Extra large, Mr. Chalmers. Which way do you dress? Both ways. <laughs> Both ways, depending what day it is. Get yourself measured up in any of their showrooms or online. And within 10 minutes... You've got everything you need to get yourself a wrinkle-free custom suit right to your door, Chalmers. You pick your style, customize. You want that flossy pink inside? You get that flossy pink inside. You want to go metallic blue? You go metallic go blue. Go on. You pick right. your style, customize your suit, submit your order. Within two to three weeks, you will have a wrinkle-free suit popping right out of the box right at your door. Jay needs a suit. He's going to head on down to Indochino, get measured up, and look as fresh as he ever has in his life. It's and happening. so will you. It's happening. 
Go to Indochino.com, check them out there or at any of the many showrooms they have around North America. Get yourself a fresh suit. Feel better about yourself. Indochino.com, Monday. Is that feel better about yourself a bag milk tagline? Yes. Unbelievable. Yes. You're doing really well. If I believed in suits or socks or having somebody else cut my hair, well, hell's bells, I'd be right over at Indochino. Of course I'd you would. I'd tell them that a bag of milk sent me. 100% you would. <laughs> well, and, and uh, bag milk's segues are, are just as beautiful as an Indochino suit. It is the yeah. Indochino of segways. Yeah. That's why they want me doing it, you know? Mm-hmm. That's why they want me doing it. <laughs> yeah, you are the man for the job. Uh huh. What if your body looks like a bag of milk? Exactly. I've worked not, out. Never. Not yours. Indochino knows how to conceal about, everything. Oh, can't talk about that. All you need is two vests and a pocket watch with them, them cool chains right. to distract the eye. Yeah. Indochino can even make that look good. Need. Take that, grapes. <laughs> Coming for you, buddy. Style. You think icon. they make suits like grapes? Sure. Hey, sure. They you make you whatever one? you want. Sure. Sure. Bring in your. Sure. <laughs> bring in the drapes from your house. They'll turn <laughs> that into a suit. You look 100%. great. Hundred percent. Sounds good. <laughs> Earlier this week, Wanye, did you hear? Our own Dustin Nielsen broke a little rumor that caused some mayhem on the Twitter machine. I saw that. According to Dustin Nielsen, on April the 10th, I've heard from two different sources that Keith Gretzky has already been told he will not be getting the general manager's position. Why bring him out of the press conference? Uh... It's, it's a weird thing. So Dusty tweeted that. Everybody's freaking out, and I'm texting him back and forth. And he said, a couple of weeks ago, I heard this. I just kind of put it in my pocket. And he's like, whatever. Who knows what happens? He's in, and then I got it again today from a different source. And he's like, now I'm all in. I trust it. I was like, should I put it on the website? And he's like, you should definitely put it on the website. Oh, that's cool. You're involved. You're seeing how the sausage is getting made. So the question then, as Jay just asked, why parade him around in front of the media as the interim, possibly the future GM? Is it because... Bob Nicholson can't help himself from saying weird things in front of the press and that Keith Gretzky is there to go. Ah. I'd have preferred they sent Wayne. Well, I'd listen to Wayne. Sure. Exactly. Why not? Although Keith Gretzky, to be fair, handled himself quite well. He was, fu- he was fine, but like... That it, was I was embarrassed most, for him. It was oh, awkward because sure. he, like... They, they, Bob is saying how he's, he's interviewing and looking for candidates and right in front of Keith and Keith has to talk about how, well, if I had got the job... It was just weird. It's like bringing your side chick on a Tinder date. You know what I'm saying, Chalmers? You're like, this one ain't doing it. What do you got? (laughs) It's exactly like that. (laughs) Yeah. It is odd, though, if you believe Dusty and I do, that uh, the Oilers will get a new GM, and it won't be a Gretzky that uh, fixes this team, I should say. Well, I'm happy to hear that because just the optics of hiring internally right now is not good. So good on them for at least being self-aware enough not to do that. But... You know, at the same time, like they knew going into that press conference, that was their decision because Dusty even heard it weeks, a few weeks before. So, like, it just it just shows like how tone deaf or I don't know, arrogant or just like how not with it they are to like do things like that. And like, what but what must Keith Gretzky be thinking? He's just being a company man. He's like, I guess I'll sit out here and I feel bad for Keith Gretzky yeah. because. There is a train of thought that says if there's 150 people in the world who could run an NHL team, Keith Gretzky's probably one of them. Given how long he'd been in the program in Boston and Phoenix, right? Yep. I remember reading the Gretzky book. He said, if my brothers Glenn and Keith had a last name of Smith, they'd have a way easier life. Because they're my brothers, people have been shitting on them since they were little. People used to slash them in minor hockey harder than ever because they were trying to slash the Gretzky kid. And like... To be Keith Gretzky, to be this close to the job you've ostensibly been working towards since you ended your career at the San Diego Gulls, I believe, of the IHL or something. There was that photo we posted a long time ago. Oh, it's just like Wayne. Yeah, yeah. It's wearing the, wearing the same gear. You're this close. And then it's like, nope, nepotism has ruined the Oilers and you're not allowed to take one step further. I would be so pissed. He's he, And what's the worst is it could be he could actually be like a valid candidate for this job and like actually do a good job. Yep. But for the first time now, they're going to be like, we can't keep doing this type of thing where people are getting jobs because of who they know. But this is and it's going to ruin yeah. it for somebody. And so like all the times that it's been a bad decision. Paul Messier, you're a scout. The first time it could be a good decision, which we don't know. Yeah. It's ruined. This is the situation they created. Like it's, it's an absolute mess. And if Keith Gretzky is the right guy, 
They didn't let him go out and face the hordes and make a case for himself. Well, just a sec, Keith. Uh, we don't know which way we're going to go there. So if you're asking any questions directly, I need you to be cagey and not divulge any information. So he has the ear of Oilers fans for a shining window of time. And he can't even say, like, if I'm back here as GM next year, here's the game plan. Bing, 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 bing. That would have been going rogue. He might have got the fans on board. Yeah, he should have, actually. He might have he been better get, off. Yeah. Get us on your side. We're the important ones. They desperately need somebody on their side right now with the Weathers fans. Yeah, they don't have it right now. And that's, that, th- this is what they've done. One of my favorite things to do lately is anytime the Oilers tweet anything. Just read the replies. Reading the replies. Yeah. Oh. It's so fun. Just It's gotten to a point where it's not that people don't care because we do. The fans, I mean. It's that they've gotten to a point where they're just like, okay, yeah, show me. Everybody's talked out, I feel. Yes. I feel like the Ross Creeks of the world. You know that guy? Of course. He's, uh, I love that guy. He's hilarious. You're an Oilers fan, Ross Creek, if you're listening. You might hide behind being a Flames fan who's just interested in the Oilers for their demise. Not true. You've tweeted more about the Oilers than almost anybody on the internet. Those types of guys who always have a very long, well-thought-out diatribe about anything have checked out. And when you look at the tweets now, it's mostly just, I give up gifts. Hey, bag milk? Like it just, it's 100%. We had a question in the mailbag this morning, and I thought it was pretty telling um, from a woman who's her and her husband just gave up their season tickets after 12 years. And her question was just Cheryl Stewart. uh, No, but she had a great story. One of Gregor's last articles. Um, Fantastic. But her question to us was, I spend 10 grand a year on tickets and have for 10 years. What should I do with the money this year? And everybody's just like, man. You should do something that's as far away from the Oilers as possible. Go on a trip. Go to see oh. Stavanger Oilers. You, for for ten grand, you could do like any. You can go anywhere. You could it, take two people on a Disney cruise. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that, that sounds lovely. Yeah, you got a little bitterness behind that one. Yeah, you could you could hire <laughs> John Claude. <laughs> I might I'm, I might or might not be going on a Disney cruise in the next year for ten grand. <sighs> I don't want to talk about it. And you have Oilers tickets. Hey, man. Baller. No, I don't because I'm going on a Disney cruise. Uh, well, if she has not, like, to, if if someone could put away 10 grand a year for 20 years, they would retire a millionaire. Well, that's what I was thinking. Like, if my math is correct, 10,000 times 12 is about $200 million. At least. Yeah. That is a lot of money to spend on some terrible hockey teams. Terrible. So I just thought it was yeah. a really interesting question to come in to be like, this is what I've done for 12 years. What should I do with or, all my extra money? Or maybe support the local economy that will, you know, be respectful of your support. Buy every single Oil Kings ticket. Yeah. Come on down a little brick. Have 3,000 sandwiches. I was going to say it, but I didn't want yeah, You guys said yeah, as far away from Oilers your as you support, can. You're still like supporting the, the team. step down. Yeah, same team. I would, I would buy a box. I'd buy 12 boxes at the Prospects <laughs> games and then still go on a Disney cruise. Dude, are we, are we losing them? I just, I didn't realize it was this serious. Like last the week, we were, we were ta- I was talking to them. They're like, yeah, we're, like, we're, we're going to bat. Well, pardon the pun. Uh, <laughs> no, with perfect. the city to renew the lease after they said they wouldn't. But okay, tell, what's they've going recently on? What's going released on? something today. I, I haven't read it yet. Talk, what's going uh, well, I, heard, I heard rumblings arms. about like a week ago on our group chat that the prospects were not getting renewed. And As a tenant in the building? As a tenant in the building. And I could be totally wrong. Because isn't there something they want to have an affiliated team back here? Right? With the Angels or something? Okay. They want to bring the I, I, Trappers I, back, essentially. That would be A triple A team? Amazing. Yeah. Who, the Oil do? No, I don't think it's the Oilers, but that building yes, specifically. The better the ball here, the better our lives are all going to be when I we realize disagree. that we have somewhat good ball. You like the the prospects? I know it I like it too. Irrelevant to the baseball on the field. As I just long like as there's like a cheap beer and a yeah. nice hot dog. And we have, like I do enjoy prospects. That was one of my. I love favorite, the prospects. That was one of my favorite nights of the summer yeah, last summer. I love when we went to the prospects. Yeah, it, like it was awesome. But and were I you like, oh, gee whiz, that second baseman sure doesn't have the hustle required to play effective baseball? Who cares? His whip. When I felt like I could Whip. jump out and play first better than the <laughs> dude that was on first, yeah, it kind of got to me a little. But then the beers kicked in. Uh, true. The peanuts were cracking. Who do we see, Jay, when they, the, the, the outfielder, the pitcher switched? Oh, yeah. Cause, and Jay's <laughs> like, they're oh, bull- this is Bush League. <laughs> their, their bullpen's like two people deep, yeah. so they're getting their asses handed to them. So then all of a sudden you see the shortstop pitch. And then, okay, oh, he moves up to center field. Center field comes in pitch. They just kept swapping <laughs> positions. Yeah. It was like it was, it was like playing minor leagues or minor league. Like, um, yeah, softball. So, no, no, but as a kid. Beer leagues. 
Little League. Beer Jesus. Leagues as a kid. Hey, Charles. <laughs> yeah, beer no, but kid. I was trying. Like, yeah. It's more like Beer Leagues. T-ball. Adds another layer of intrigue to it, though. I hope the prospects don't leave. If they, I, can't I just want to have they, baseball there. If well, they they've been around for a while. Just remember, they've just played at a different park than they moved to Telus or uh, Remax Field. Um, so, I, uh, yeah, I, I, I hope they stay. If they're bringing in AAA ball, that puts me in a in a conundrum. Uh, I, I would cheer for both. It won't be for this season though. So they must have one more season left. They have this season, I think, and wow. after that, because I know that they pitch. We like should a, pump them and try to get like just. Try, just do our whatever we can from the ground up. Try to like get people aware. Oh, that, like the that game that hell- Mandrick brought like literally a thousand people to the game. <laughs> yeah. Did he really? Yeah. Oh, yeah we, Handing uh, it out to charities. Yeah. Oh, so you guys have already been doing this. And the prospects guy look, and we're like, behold, a thousand extra people in the building. And he's like, mm-hmm. we don't have the staff for that. No. Nope. We're doing uh, with Oodle <laughs> Noodle. We're doing some work with them and we're going to be giving out two for one tickets with every delivery order go- sent out. So over the summer, that's like 60,000 orders. Put a hopefully, hopefully, they, like, hopefully, all of them get redeemed. Problem please solved. don't throw these away. Go to the game. The two trust for one. Me. They're already ten bucks a ticket anyway. <laughs> yes. So you know, it's now me, two Commissioner J. Did you know that the movie in the igloo wasn't actually face off? By the way, <laughs> two for one prospects. Oh. According to a report that just came out in the Edmonton Journal a couple of days ago. Uh, according to a report prepared by administration, the prospects are not fulfilling the terms of its lease, but they took exception to that and said that the city has put up roadblocks to doing things like opening a restaurant in the facility. In February, the team tried to get a jump start on the proposals process by offering to pay $3 million in upgrades to the field in exchange for a 25-year lease. Originally, the club became the main tenant of the, of the facility in 2013 after the Edmonton Capitals suspended operations. I have nothing to say about that. All I know is we want we want ball. <laughs> it's just such a beautiful park in yeah. a great location. Yeah. It would be a shame for that place to go to waste. That squire and I alive for four consecutive summers. We didn't know how to cook. Yeah. We lived right down the street. I have consumed a lot of hot dogs in that stadium, uh, and uh, yeah, I don't want it to go away. I, I need my, I need my when when summer hits on a nice twenty five plus degree night. You know, cold beer in one hand, stadium dog in the other. Couple of mistresses on either knee. Yeah, yeah, just a harem of women around me. It's wonderful. Over prospects, our partnership well. with the prospects, there's been nothing better than sitting in the box, just kind of like oh, yeah. hanging out, watching the game. Great way to spend the night, afternoon, yeah. weekend, whatever. Amazing yeah. nights. Yeah. So I hope uh, hope the best for them. Hope they can stay or make it work, or or a better team comes in and makes it work better. Yeah. Yeah. All right, All right boys. Best of the worst of the week. Let's make Jared happy. Tell him some stuff. Chalmers? We haven't done a best and the worst in months. Months. Chalmers hasn't been here. Okay, so I'll do my best first then. Yeah. My best is Chris Davis from the Baltimore Orioles. Of course. Oh, yeah. He's from the, the Toby reader of uh, baseball. <laughs> from the start. So he's coming off a couple years ago, or maybe even last year, he won the batting title. He went 62 consecutive at-bats with an 0 for 54. Yes, with a 0.71 batting average. <laughs> is that like generationally terrible? It is. Yeah. It was getting there. It was just about there. On Saturday, he stepped up and in a 9-5 victory against the Boston Red Sox, had three hits. <gasps> so I'm proud of my namesake, Chris Davis. It's over 54. Like, that had to have been getting in his head. Oh. Like, I just can't even imagine what he's going through. Still made 12 mil. Yeah. Hell yeah. My worst, you want me to do my worst too? Sure, sure, sure. My worst was watching the security guard almost take Tiger Woods out oh, on Saturday. What was this? So, Tiger Woods is in the crowd because he's hitting Aaron T shot and all the patrons what are hole? around him. I don't even know what it could have been the eighth, tenth. It doesn't okay, matter. Front nine? Front nine, I think. Yeah. So he's off and all the security guards are standing there around him. And as is when a player hits the ball, the patrons like to run with him or ahead of Tiger or just see where the ball went. Well, this security guard decided to try to protect Tiger in a really clumsily way. And as he gets close to Tiger, he slips and puts a foot out as in as if he's like trying to stop these people, but ends up soccer tackling him. It, it looks like, like he went, it looks it like he looks tried like to he take tried him out. To like, soccer it tackle him. Like it and, it, and he kicks him and he and Tiger doesn't see it. And t- and you know when you like kick somebody's feet from behind to trip him? No, he didn't. No, but he was like, yeah, he, he kind of did like it. Yeah. It was. It looked like it could have been a sprained ankle, maybe. Damn. And 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 it looked. It was just embarrassing. And 
that guy will not have another job. Can you imagine oh, like wow. Tiger Woods and Rafael Nadal hurt him like oh derail. my god, it would be the next Steve Bartman. That guy almost yes, <laughs> yeah, well totally. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that is my worst of the weekend. That guy, that guy. I'm surprised his name hasn't come out actually, and I'm surprised he's not all over. Yeah, it's because he won and didn't get hurt. Yeah, yeah if he got hurt. Oof, yikes. Do the Bartman bag milk best and worst <laughs> best of the week. Very easy for me. I want to wish a very happy 26th birthday. To Ryan Nugent Hopkins. You did it, buddy. Can you believe he's only 26? Well, we were talking about that on ON Radio on Friday. Nuge is 26. Somehow Sam Gagne is not 30 yet. Sam Gagne looks 30 plus. 29 with 28 years in the league. Both of those guys have seen some shit. Uh, I was talking, I was texting with Dusty the other day. This will be Nuge's eighth head coach. We're talking about things going on with the Edmonton Oilers. He is 26. This will be his eighth head coach going into next year. Happy birthday, Nuge. Happy birthday. I love you. Those checks are still clearing, buddy. You'll be all right. (laughs) Amen. You'll be all right. Worst of the week? Worst of the week? I just miss Connor. Yeah. I miss Connor doing Connor things. So you needed that. My last memory of him was uh, not very nice. I was very drunk at the Saddle Dome, and he went crashing into the post and did not move, and I never want to see that again, ever. Connor, I miss you. Feel no better. My last memory of him is seeing him in public about 10 feet away from him, and he looked happy, and he was walking. That's all that matters. Anyways. His legs are better than ours. Mm. He's the Connor McDavid of healing. I didn't even know there was such thing as a PCL. I thought that was just... Yeah, I thought he like was named to the construction company's... Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, a little... Uh, the director of PCL. Sponsorship opportunity there for PCL. <laughs> you fix that up. <laughs> uh, my turn? Yeah. Best of the week? Was we had a little ceremony today with uh, another project we're working on. We uh, broke ground. We had our sod turning ceremony for our next River Valley Company project, where we're building a two and a half story building with a restaurant and pub and an office and Airbnb units on the top. Uh, very exciting. Uh, two and a half years. You know, we've been working on this to have this come become a reality. Very exciting. Which was which was ultra cool. What we did today is you know all the land we're on is indigenous but river valley specifically has got a lot of ties to uh indigenous history is we had a chief come out and we did a smudging so he's lighting the the, these special leaves and we had this like little little smoke scent going we sat down as a team in a circle and we smoked a peace pipe and we announced our intentions to the creator so they could be imprinted on the ground uh and it was just like a real like warm and fuzzy kind of cool moment. It have you, was ever, so have you ever done one of those before, Smudge? No. no. You? It was super cool. Yeah, I did one, uh, a, a couple in high school, actually. It's super neat. Really cool experience. And the guy, I apologize, I don't know his name. Louis Gee, Cardinal. Louis Cardinal. He's like the Kofi Annan of indigenous tribes. Oh, oh he's he's like been to the UN. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah like he he's like there. high, yeah, high, yeah. high up. Wow. Like, this is a big deal. And your old boy Wanye is sitting on his right hand in the old peace pipe. Like, like it. that was a very interesting experience i felt as though because you have to close your eyes you have to make intentions and it's very interesting i felt like all the houses were gone yeah and then when i talked to somebody else who was in the circle they were like man that was so weird it felt like all the houses around us were gone and then a third person walked up to us and went man we were doing that i felt like we were like we weren't in the middle of all the houses i felt like they were all gone like for sure i experienced something doing that yeah, no, like it, a thousand percent. The power of the circle, pipe, right? Eh? No, 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 man. It was no. How did it taste though? What oh, did it taste tobacco. like? Tobacco. It's like well, a tobacco, it? but like a different type of tobacco. It was ceremonial it was like, tobacco. Yeah, like it had the, a good. It smelled yeah. amazing. Yeah. I want to do a smudging. Oh, oh man, it was a very cool experience. Yeah, and then we, yeah, we got we got to smoke the peace pipe. It goes around four times and eat the berries four times and. Yeah. Yeah. You guys, super cool. Super yeah. cool. Yeah. yeah, super cool. Well, my best of the week, Chalmers being here. I don't know what more we need to do to get you to come on this motherfucker. I just have podcast. to be in town. Hey, man. Well, I get it. You're very busy. You, got you know Disney who else cruises? is busy? Hitler. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what? You know what happened with Hitler? What? Rode the country right into the ground. You're not Hitler, Chalmers. I just wanted to Thank bring up God. with like a historical <laughs> note how evil you are to yes. not come on your own podcast with your friends who miss you. I, trust me, I missed it too. And you're in Fairmont and you're not in Nazi Germany in 1933. <laughs> you're not Hitler, but... I miss you and come on this damn show. Well, and thank I, you. And uh, I'm sh- no oil kings talk. Like they're yeah. in the Eastern well, Conference final. Like, I, just I thought you were a fan. Calgary. Yeah, they did. They sure did whoop him. And my boy Trey. I mean, he's gonna take us. We're gonna we're gonna see him. I have a feeling PA is going to 
We should go to a Fred. We should go. You want to go to an Oil Kings play? Yeah, let's yeah, do it. absolutely. Let's do it. Yeah. Okay, like it. you just tell me when. Let's go. I don't know when the schedule is. I don't know who's playing who. I was at the smudging earlier. The worst of the week is these goddamn Game of Thrones losers. <laughs> I am sick and tired. Of oh, going is that a good day, boys? And hearing everybody be like, can you believe it? I'm getting ready for Game of Thrones. You are not getting ready for Game of Thrones. You don't have to get ready to watch fictional television. The shit is already written. The outcome is known. You are embarrassing yourself. The outcome is not known. To the writers of the show, it is. Well, to them, but we still have to watch it. I just feel like it's so much work to get into that show. I don't want homework when I'm watching TV. Oh. So th- it is. And that's exactly what some people that I, I'm around, like, for instance, my wife wanted to get into it. Well, she couldn't. I mean, it's seven seasons. I tried to rewatch the whole thing, like from beginning to end. And I started about a month ago and I couldn't do it. I don't like, like shows with rape straight up. <laughs> well, it's it disturbing to me. Show it. If they show all sorts of shit on that show. They show consensual cool. sex. They don't show rapings. Well, I heard there was. I heard there's all sorts of freaky. There's talk of it, yeah. There's a lot of I don't appreciate stuff. that type of garbage. Oh, but it is one of the best shows. I believe it. Ever. Loser. Now, last night's episode, which I guess I will mildly say is my worst of the week. I know they're trying to set up for the season, but like there's only six episodes How- and a lot of shit needs to happen. And so they just kind of like. Is it like the last season of Boardwalk Empire? Remember how that was just slow as yeah, molasses? Yeah, so yeah. And then like in 10 minutes. So the they kind of set some things up. Yeah, spoiler alert. At the end of last season, so I watched that. Just, no, don't no, be doing that. Wait, we can't do that at all? We only have 12 listeners. We can't piss one okay. off. Okay, well, Jon Snow was supposed to be told something. And how long does he have to be in the same room with the person that knows before he tells him? Was that, was that the only one? No, look at Jared. Well, He's one of us together. that has yeah, sex Jared, with women. This, yeah. this is the most important thing I need to tell him. Oh, we'll sit in the same castle for a week, but I won't tell him until... Aw, oh, man. Fiction, am I right? He was busy with... He wasn't Khaleesi. busy with anything. He was just sitting there. Well, he's, that's all he does is sit. Yeah. Not John. He's I'm being there. honest, I prefer the dog dragon from NeverEnding Story. <laughs> oh. <laughs> How dare you? Real Life Podcast. See you next week. Excuse me there. I just lost my trend of thought. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.